Welcome to Hands at the Table. I'm your co-host, Jeff Bramhall. Alongside fellow massage therapist, Bori Saranyi, this podcast shows massage therapists how powerful our profession can be. We believe that as a craft and as a profession, massage therapy is only limited by a therapist's imagination and willingness to put in the work. By sharing what we're learning, what we're working on, and what's captured our interest, we hope to broaden your perspective, inspire you to set your standard high, and invest in your craft. Thank you for joining us. Hey, it's Jeff with another uh, coming to you with another solo episode of Hands at the Table. Um, in in this episode, which I'm recording here around the 10th of February, uh, I is coming on the heels of me essentially relaunching the brand of Just Breathe Manual Therapy. That is something I've been really, really excited about. Uh, I've been excited about doing it, and, and it was only in the past couple of weeks that it, that it really came clear what it is that I do and how I want to present that. And it all is based on the story that got me into that that got me to become a massage therapist in the first place, and the possibilities that come with being a massage therapist. So, uh, what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to short. I'm going to tell you tell I'm going to tell you the story of how I became of how I ended up choosing to go to become a massage therapist, and um, and I'm going to go into a couple of things afterwards. I'm going to explain why I told the story. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to. I'm going to draw out what I want someone to learn from it, whether they're a potential client that's that's listening to it or if it's another therapist. And I'm going to and I want to uh, talk a little bit about how the theme of the story is going to become the basis for pretty much everything that I'm doing in the future. So um, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, this story is you'll probably see the story in a bunch of different places and a bunch of different versions. Uh, this is what I, this is where I'm at. Uh, where I'm at now. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read something to you guys for a couple minutes here. When I opened the doors to just breathe manual therapy, I had a single mission in mind. I wanted to help people get out of pain and to restore harmony between their mind and their body. My gut instinct is that most people have great people in their corner. They have doctors, chiropractors, therapists, and coaches. But what I thought they didn't have and what that they, and what they wanted to have was someone who could help tie all those different voices together. And why did I have that hunch? Because I had that exact same experience. In 2014, I was training my ass off as an athlete. I, I, was, uh, I, was, doing, uh, I was doing CrossFit competitively. Um, I'd been, it was a few years deep into that, and I was, um, I, I, was really, I, was, I was really pushing myself hard. I was also working a really high-stress, challenging job. I was, uh, I was managing, uh, managing uh, projects for major hospital systems, uh, and in a very interesting and very challenging space. Um, and I was really on the edge of burning myself out through all, through all this. It was all gas, no breaks. And my body started to give me some really clear messages that I was doing something wrong. And, and really, it, it more or less just completely gave out. And I found myself in a hospital bed learning what a pul pulmonary embolism was. In the words of my pulmonologist, it's like a heart attack, but with your lungs. The time that I spent in the hospital and the recover and the months of recovery that followed were a turning point in my life. In the lead up to that hospital stay, I'd worked with my doctor on the physical symptoms I was experiencing. I had a, I had a nagging cough, periodically coughing up blood, swelling, uh, just general generalized inflammation, trouble sleeping. 
um, I was working with a I was working with a therapist, uh, a cognitive behavioral therapist, dealing with some of the with the emotional challenges I was dealing with, the stress that I was, uh, the stress the the way that the way that stress was manifesting in my body and my in my mind. Um, I was working with a coach to guide me through my workouts. Uh, I was seeing a chiropractor, acupuncturist, and massage therapist regularly to keep my body in in, in top shape because I was beating the hell out of it. And out of all of those people. It was my acupuncturist, Brad Cox, the founder of Acumobility, um, Acumobility, uh, Acumobility.com. Go thank him if you want to, if uh, you're happy that you're hearing this because uh, he was a big important, big important. Um, it, but it was Brad who was able to take a step back and look at all the factors and point me and point me, literally pointed me to the emergency room to get an ultrasound on my leg. Without an exact, without exaggeration, he's the reason that I'm alive to tell this story. Uh, he incidentally, he it was one of the most deft and perfect uses of scope of practice that I've ever seen. He knew that I had a, a, a blood clot in my leg. I had a DVT, a blood clot that went a deep vein thrombosis, a, a blood clot that essentially, in this case, went from my hip all the way to my ankle. He knew that that was what was going on, but he never said that was what was going on. He never told me that that was what was there. He instead said you should go do this. You should go to the emergency room and get an ultrasound on that leg. And Brad's not somebody, he, he's, he's not somebody who I've ever seen be very serious. So when he's serious, I take him seriously and uh, it was the right choice. So all this is to say is that when I, when I help people restore harmony between their minds and bodies, it's because disharmony can kill you. Every single leading cause of death in the United States lists stress as a risk factor, and that says nothing about the quality of life of those who survive. Through the surveys that I did over the past couple of months, I learned that almost everybody experiences pain and stress. And furthermore, almost everybody knows that those two things can be connected, and they want to have them addressed together. And also, I learned that very few of us have someone on our care team who can take a step back and take that perspective. So through Just Breathe Manual Therapy, my aim is to help people realize that wanting a practitioner to take this kind of a holistic approach is not only reasonable, but it's necessary. And, and, and I really believe that Just Breathe Manual Therapy, the people who are listening to this podcast, people like Bori, people like, people like, people like Brad, the, the, you know, people like you listening right now are part of a sea change in how we can address our health and our well-being on a larger scale. Integrative care is the and and I'll, uh, one more editorial spot here. Integrative care is the future of where uh, of where healthcare is going to be, and the and we as massage therapists occupy an incredibly unique position in that um, in that continuum of care because we're not beholden to to insurance companies, which means that we can we can spend more time, we can spend the time that it takes to help somebody connect all of those dots. And bring those bring those stories together without without needing the expertise in any domain, but but having the but being able to understand the language of each domain and bring those together in a way that our clients can understand. So, why do I tell this story? Well, first, uh, from a marketing perspective, I need to show somebody that I need to show somebody why I am why what why what I'm how and why what I'm doing is different from. You know, from what they might get at like at, at um, elements massage, right, or like at a at, at any other any other massage place. How am I different from how am I different from a massage therapist that's down the street? And you know, fundamentally, I'm not. 
right? Like the, like what's done with my hands, like there, there are more talented massage therapists than I am. There are more, there are definitely more practiced massage therapists than I am. There are people with better hands than mine. And, and I, and I love those people without, without reservation. Um, but I want to, but I need to tell that story so that somebody understands, understands why I do what I do and a little bit more about what I do. Right. It's, it's, it's tough. Like it, it, I think all of us run into challenges around that when they're, when we're saying, you know, I think rolfers will run into that structural integration folks, like anybody, uh, anybody who has a specialty, um, either a specialty that we know how powerful it is and it's really difficult to explain or a specialty that, that is, um, a specialty that we know is also, you know, that can be, um, a little bit out there. We need, we, we need to be able to, um, we need to provide somebody with an example that they can latch onto. So I tell the story because of that. I also tell the story because it's, it, it it's honest, it's real, it's who I am. And I'm going to bring that, that inqu the inquisitiveness that I learned through Brad, that I developed, that I developed through my own, through my own failure, my own, my own body's fall, failure failing on me is the foundation that's the foundation of why i do what i do and how i how i approach it so somebody doesn't necessarily need to know that story but that story is really important to to, to what i'm going to be doing so what do i want somebody to learn from this story well, on one hand i want them to understand where i'm coming from i want them to know what my perspective is um, if they're a if they're a potential client i want them to see i want them to hear to either read that story or hear the story and say oh wow this isn't massage. This isn't, this isn't just massage. This is something, this is something different. This is something special. And that works out really nicely when you're like me and you're trying to price something that's price, something that's pretty price, something that's different than, than what other, that what other folks do. You want to offer a service that's different. You want to offer a service that's complimentary, right? Like the more I can differentiate myself, the less threatening I'm going to be to the massage therapist that's up the street. And, and even better, the more likely I'm going to be to, the more likely that my client, you know, my client, I can say like, oh yeah, you should go see, you should go see this person. That's like, they're, they're only a few blocks away and they're a really great my like, you know, myofascial release person. That's going to be really helpful. And that won't lose me the client. It'll gain someone else a client. And that client is going to get a better service out of having the right folks on their team. So I want someone to, I, I want to, the, the more clarity that we can bring as, pra, as practitioners, the more that we can support one another, because what we do, you know, everyone's different and everyone fits, everyone can fit with someone with, everyone can fit into this, you know, this tapestry of this tapestry of body work, you know, rising tide, uh, the rising tide lifts all boats. So as a client, I want someone to hear that. As, as another, as another practitioner, whether they're a massage therapist or, or another complementary medicine or, or, or a traditional medicine practitioner, I want them to hear this and say, oh, okay, like this is how, this is how someone like Jeff can be an asset to me. I am a primary care doctor. I'm only, I only have, I'm probably going to see, uh, see my, my person twice a year and one of those times, and probably not for a total of more than 30 minutes. I can have like this person, this, this guy, Jeff, he just read manual therapy can be a really great asset. Uh, can be a really great adjunct to the work that we, that, that we, that, that I'm doing. Right. And, and uh, I have a GP who has referred people to me for pretty much that reason. Like, yeah, we, we can spend more time together. 
they have a, they have a big pressure on them. Same with a chiropractor, right? Like one, a, a chiropractor general, like a chiropractor of, of, or a, a physical therapist generally has to see somewhere on like, in if they're in a high volume clinic, they're seeing like, they're seeing three to four people an hour. That doesn't give them an opportunity to help to to guide someone together. It does give them an opportunity to have really great outcomes out of that session and really good, really good job. They can they can develop an amazing care plan for a client for a client. But that care plan only will will really it will it will be difficult for that care plan to exist on a broader to to look across the different the different facets of that client's life. And if we're looking for outcomes, this is another way, this is a way that that other practitioner can tie their outcome, can, can improve the outcomes that they're, they're, they're aiming to receive. So I want someone to, I want somebody, whether they're a practitioner, whether they're a practitioner or a potential client, I want them to see that. I want them to see that in this, in, in this story. I want them to learn that from the story. And here's the, uh, here's the third part that I wanted to touch into. What is, how is this going to shape what I do now? What can I do now? What can I do today, right? So, if the story that I tell, if the if the story of this, if the story of Just Breathe Manual Therapy is is of learning how to connect a bunch of different voices together, then all of a sudden that makes my that makes the 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 marketing the content that I can create that much that it makes it really frankly it makes it really freaking simple right like i don't have to i don't have to struggle and be like oh how do i get to be clever about back pain it's like no my job isn't to my job isn't to offer the answer to back pain my job is to my job is to is to is to take something from one domain and map it over to another i think about the way that you know for me the the most resonant like the way that happens the most is is like when we look at um we look at, at, at trauma treatment uh, like clinical, clinical trauma treatment and PTSD treatment, how we can borrow principles from PTSD treatment to help somebody, to help somebody who's not dealing with, who's not dealing with trauma, but not dealing with like a kind of a big T trauma, but they're dealing with, they're dealing with something that's like, they're dealing with a challenge. What can we learn from, what can we learn from the extremes and extrapolate those to the middle and how can, and, and so that's where you know, I can pull a journal, like we can pull a journal article about, uh, about how the brain maps, uh, there's a Smithsonian article about how the brain maps, um, you know, the brain, the, the a woman who was born with three fingers, like her brain thought that they had thought that she had five fingers and she remapped, she essentially mapped the three fingers to, she, she just mapped the, uh, her, her, the neurons in her brain mapped to, mapped to the use of three fingers. Um, so and so, and that's the kind of thing that we can, we can borrow some information from that and, and, and map it over somewhere else. I know this is kind of jumbled and, and that's, and it's okay. It's actually kind of by design, but what I, but, but what I can offer is the ability to help somebody clarify a bunch of things that are coming to the, a bunch of information that's coming in different languages, the language of their chiropractor, the language of their doctor, the language of their, of their therapist. And through the, the effort that I've put in from, in, in learning the, the, the books that I've read, the, the conferences I've attended, the people that I, the people that I spend time with, we can borrow that knowledge and we can start to like I can be almost a Rosetta Stone that translates all of those things into something that the client can understand because our clients don't speak chiropractor they don't speak 
They don't speak therapist. They don't speak doctor. They speak human. And if we can, as massage therapists, if we can spend our time learning, asking good questions, creating safe spaces so that people will share, and then helping somebody draw links together without pres- without being prescriptive, but really just helping them interpret the world around them differently, then we can have an incredible, incredible impact on people's lives. So that's what you're going to be able to see for me in the future. And it's what I believe that we all have the ability to do. So you know, with that, I'm just going to leave it there. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you, uh, hearing back from you. If there's anything, uh, if there's anything in this that you got that, that you jumped on, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message at Just Breathe Manual Therapy at, um, on Instagram or send us a send us a voice message through um, through through the podcast. But um, I'd love to hear more from you. Cheers. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Hands at the Table. If you got something out of this episode, have comments or topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know by tagging us on Instagram. Bori is at restore underscore revive underscore therapy, and Jeff is at just breathe manual therapy. We'd also appreciate if you can take a minute to leave us a rating, like, or review wherever you listen. It'll help other people find us. We'll see you next week.